Let's go, Rabbi Say. We were discussing yesterday uh, various different shailas. We're going to move on today. I think this is going to be one of the last halacha shailas, shiurim on Hilchas Chanukah. Um, today I want to discuss various different shailas, trying to get to some interesting things. First of all, like this. This was a question that some of the guys were asking outside. And the Shulchanal talks about this in Tophet Shain Zayin, Siv Gimel, Siv Dalet, that the... Um, what about the rest of the oil? Right, you light the manure, you light the candle, the candle goes out, we spoke yesterday, Kolsein Zakhagloy, don't have to relight it. What is the din with the rest of the oil of the manure? Well, we'll talk about in a minute the rest of the bottle and the rest of the end of the Hanukkah. But what if, for example, like this? You light yourself a candle, you come the next morning, or even later on that night, and it went out. So like this. If it went out within the first half an hour, Right, which means it went out within the first 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, whatever it is, after Nacht. Like we said, it has to minimum, it has to light. So the halacha is that it becomes Huktzele Mitzvosay. Huktzele Mitzvosay means that that oil was designated. Huktzele Moloshen Muktza. Muktza means it's set aside. Therefore, the oil that, that is there, left over from that which was lit within the half an hour, it went out within a half an hour, is not allowed to be used for anything else. That's what the Shulchan Aruch says in Tophesh Ein Zayin That means if it was mixed up, that oil, with a thousand other types of oil, it is not going to be bottle. You with me? A thousand other types of oil will never be bottle. Okay? So that's the Allah over there. However, most of the times it's not for Nagea, this one. It's more Nagea that people put in oil. For example, the oil that you guys put in your manure lasts for well over half an hour. It's well over the required share that you need. Therefore, Lemaisa, after half an hour, you're actually halachically allowed to switch off the fire. For example, this could be Nagea, a person lighting in his house, where he's, he's worried about the curtains, he's worried about the carpet, you know, all sorts of things. So when he's watching the candles, there's no problem. But he needs to go out. The whole family's going out to a Hanukkah Mesiba. It's dangerous. I can't leave it that way. What do I do? So the halacha lemaisa, me'ika hadin, the Shulchanach says this, Shulchanach and Tophesh, ayin, beisi, beis, ramah, Tophesh, samakalit, Tophesh, ayin, dalit, siv, alav, says that after half an hour, you are allowed to put out the fire, and you're even allowed to have benefit from it, because it's over, it's after the required shit. The Mishabura comes along, and Mishabura says, absolutely not. Even after half an hour, don't have hanah. What's the reason? Very simple. It's see. Does anybody know what time you lit? No. And therefore you don't do it. We don't have enough of the candle. We try not to put it out. But obviously if you need to put it out for whatever reason, after half an hour, we'll be okay. Now, the oil left over, the Mishavur talks about the oil left over for one day that you want to use it for the next day. Now, for example, you come to your menorah, you know, in a few hours, and you want to just fill up the oil as opposed to tip it out and start all over again. You're allowed to do that, right? Because you're using the oil from yesterday for today. So you could just sort of put the, 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 the jug of oil, the, the bottle of oil, and you can fill it up from yesterday. There is no problem. However, at the end of Hanukkah, right, then that's a different shayla. The end of Hanukkah, they hate to discuss this in Tophish Einstein, says that all the oil and all the wicks should be burnt. Why? The reason is because we don't want to use them for a choil, for a weekday activity, because it's done for Kedush, it's hooked to the mitzvah, sorry, and therefore you should burn them all. So in other words, anything left over in the menorah, in the glasses, on the last day of Hanukkah, this year that's going to be Sunday, anything left over on Monday morning, you should put together in a cup and some kind of whatever. We'll make a whole like Ba'omer Matzah Be'ez Hashem in the Yeshiva, Be'roiv Am Hadras Melech, and we will burn them. 
there's covered hamitzvah. However, the bottle that you have, the leftover oil in the bottle, that's not hot to the mitzvah. So, ah, you bought it for the mitzvah with lakas nechalika. Doesn't make a difference. Coal's money wasn't poured into the menorah to shame mitzvah. Has not have a din hot to mitzvah. So, therefore, any leftover oil can be used for anything that you want. You could use it for eggs in the morning. It would be delicious. And therefore, you could use it without any problem whatsoever. Okay. Sitting by the menorah, we haven't discussed this until now. So the Mekar Chaim in the Chavis that's already like two, three hundred years ago, writes that the Ikim Mitzvah is to sit and remain by the Neiris for at least a half an hour, to see them, to be Mesameach with them, and it's not enough simply to just run like them and say, Shkoyach, Hadlaka is a mitzvah, Zaykazint. As I state in the Mekar Chaim, where Moshe Sternberg starts out, when he brings this Tshuva, in Tshuva's Van Hogos Chaylik Aleph, he brings down that, you have to understand, this was hundreds of years ago. And this is what they did, it's Roy to Mesameach with the candle we mentioned, you said V'shayish V'avoyda, how he says that it's Roy L'chala to be Meirech and Shiris V'upiyutim, for half an hour, at least, after you lit the candles. Kineh Mitzvah Torah, it's a wonderful thing. In fact, those people, and this is a very common question, Baruch Hashem, very common question, those guys that, you know, they want to sit for a little few minutes, but they don't want to sit for the whole half now. They come into Bismedrash, they want to come into Bismedrash, learn their 40 minutes, Bali Hefsuk, right? So the Shaiz are allowed to do that, right? They might say, meant to learn half an hour. So I remember, when I was a Bach in Yeshiva, we went to the Yeshiva of Shaimag Zatzal, and I asked him myself this question. I said, I want to go, you know, I, I was, uh, this was, I'm sorry, this, I was on the Bach, I was married, and um, I lived five minute walk from the yeshiva, and I wanted to go home, light, and go back to Beis Medrash, right in the middle of Seder, right? You're not, the middle of Seder, till seven o'clock, it's the middle of Seder. So I wanted to go back, and people said to me, huh, you know that? Half an hour, all of a sudden they come out with all the mama koimas, hey, you're not allowed to go back to Beis Medrash, because oh, you're going to sit and learn, you're going to sit by the neighbors, you're going to watch them, you're going to sing with them and everything. So I went to Rashiva, I went to Rashiva, and I asked him the Shaila, and he said to me, absolutely no problem whatsoever. But I'll upon him, if a person's not going to be doing sitting in the Beis Medrash, then it's definitely better to sit and watch the neighbors. It's very, very harsh. Let's move on, Rabbi Yisai. The Seidla Hadlaka, Shochanog discusses that on the very first night, you light the, the, first, the first candle, the first ne'er, that's Pashat, and the second night, which we're already holding by, so you add the candle, and you start with the new candle. Okay? That's pretty much understood. I think pretty much most guys do that, right? What you didn't know is the Mishaburah brings a Vilna Goyen and a Marshal that is Choylet on the Shulchanach. The Vilna Goyen and the Marshal, the Yamsha Shleimah, it's he stood by his cave was it was Choylet on the Shulchanach, and they say, how can you start from the new candle? What's the Shaila? No, Rabbi said, what's the shayla? Why they chaylik on shulchanach? Chaylik on shulchanach, Rabbi said, not fashion. How can you start with a new candle? What's the shayla? What's the new candle? Me'ikadin? Or not? Oh, you're being machme. You're one of those machme guys that lights an extra candle every day. Shkoyach. How can you start the mitzvah? Bang! With a, with a mahadrin one. Start with the Mikadin. You want to be Machmin? You want to do Hadrim and Mahadrim? No problem. Do that afterwards. That's the reason that the Vulnagoyim and the Shmoshal, which the Mishnah Bura, the Chavaz Chaim, brings the Alokhan and Maisa, and Shokhanach. They say, you can't do that. You can't make a Bracha on the extra. First, you make a Bracha on the Ikadin. That's the, not the, the first one. Afterwards, you make a Bracha on the rest. What's the cash on this? 
Beautiful! Kavaldik, Orach HaShulchan says this. What, who chooses which one is the Mahadri and the Mahadri? Because they put it in the this way and this way. What's the difference? As I think, Orach HaShulchan, Orach HaShem, it's Kavaldik. He said, I don't understand Pshat and the Vilna Goy. That's what Orach HaShulchan says. And therefore, because of that, the Maestro Mishabur's Psak over here is, it doesn't make a difference. It's one of the very few places the Mishabur says, do whatever you want. Lasha the Mishabur is the Ovid Kamar Ovid, the Ovid Kamar Ovid. Whichever one you do, the Shalsian says, the Ain Lonu Koyach Lachuya. We can't be Machuya between the Shulchanoch and the Vulnagoyin and the Marshal. Whichever one you do is okay. The Shulchan has a Shtakataina, and I think that's the Minigal Klali Sol, is that they generally do start from the first, from the new one, and work their way in, which will work their way out, whichever way you look at it, whichever way direction you're standing, and therefore there's no problem with that whatsoever. Because again, I think the Yisoydiv is who said that that's considered to be the Mahajim and the Mahajim. By the way, I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry I didn't tell you this earlier, but it's brought down already in the Kav HaYosha. The Kav HaYosha brings B'Shem the Maril, that's a vision, that says it's Torah to check Tzitzis before the first night of Hanukkah, Possibly every night as well, but he says the first night. The reason is for you because if you have three a chain of three, it never gets um, broken. And the three are mezuzah, which is next to the menorah, the nechanaka, and tzitzis. So to make sure your tzitzis are kosher, pashas nowadays anyway we have a chazaka that they're kosher and there was no problem. The might kolchay that it's not going to tell this to your wife, Beis Hashem, that your wife prepares the neiros. She should have some chelik in the mitzvah, whether it's pouring in the oil or the wicks or whatever it is. It's a the gazakh for a person to do that. Um, obviously, you should use your right hand, or if you're lefty, use, use your left hand. Let's move on, Rabbi Yisai. Erev Shabbos is coming up. Erev Shabbos and Hanukkah have the following shaila. The, the, the problem really is what do you do with Mincha? Here's our problem. The problem is, Be'etzem, um, it's, it's always good to light to daven Mincha before you light the menorah. What's the reason? What? What? No, you can't have Marev first. I'm talking about uh, Erev Shabbos. On Erev Shabbos, it should be the next day? After Mincha makes it the next day? Huh? You mean you'll be so caught up in Shmanes so that you'll just forget to... This is very common. This is very true. This is very common. It's very true. If you get caught up in Shmanes, so you're going to go on and on and on and you forget to let the Benoit out here. But there's another reason. And the other reason is that Mincha is connected to what? The Tomid. Hanukkah is connected the Zecha of the Menorah in the Beis HaMikdash. Which one in the Beis HaMikdash do we all know is lit first? Which one was done first? The Karban Tomid! Since the Karban Tomid was done before the Menorah kindled in the Beis HaMikdash, therefore we make sure that you light the Dabba Mincha before you light Menorah, which is why most places in the world have a minion for Mincha on Erev Shabbos Hanukkah before the Zman of Adlokas HaNevis. You Dabba Mincha early, and even, if, by the way, even in Yerushalayim, where the minig generally is to light at Lachas and it's 40 minutes before Shkia, sometimes they push it even closer. In other words, they generally, a lot of women do not light in Yerushalayim 40 minutes before Shkia, they light 20 minutes before Shkia, so that they, they, they got, uh, light in Menorah as close as you can before Shkia. So that's, that's that reason over there. Um, there are other reasons over there. It's not something to get to you guys. Obviously, Hadlokas Ne Hanukkah comes before Hadlokas Ne Shabbos, because if you like Shabbos candles, even for a man, by the way, which could be Negei, because, I don't know, people have this idea. 
that Hadlakas Chashabas is for women. It's like a, it's a women's mitzvah. I don't know where this comes from. I normally don't know. I have had shyness from, I've had shyness from colors before they get married. No, they're about to get married. They're like, okay, so when we light candles this first Shabbos, that we're married, should I make a shachianu? I'm like, why? Well, it's the first time we're doing the mitzvah. Like, what are we talking about? But Etzim, you've done the mitzvah every single week through your mother. You have a chiyah. You, 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 you. Every single one of you have a chiyah to light Shabbos candles. Did you know that? Oh my gosh. I knew that. That's a, the Yechiel is done for all of you guys in Yeshiva. It's not a joke. Every single one of you, every single one of you have a Yechiel to light Hadlachas Ne'er Shabbos. By the way. Especially. Make sure you do it. So, you light, what's the problem if you light Shabbos candles? What's going to be the problem? You've taken the Shabbos. You're back with the Bahag. Very nice. The Bahag holds that even a man, right? Because Mishmur and Baisa says that a man is never Makabah Shabbos. But a woman for sure, Pashtas is. So if she is Makabah Shabbos, so once she lifts the Shabbos candle, so obviously she can't light, he can't light. But no, there's no problems with that. We're not going to the details now, so I'm going to get everyone over here at this moment of time. But that's why we light the Hanukkah Menorah and then the Shabbos candles over there. Matzah Shabbos. Matzah Shabbos, Shabbos Hanukkah. So the minute you Shalayim is to light ASAP. Um, very, very important. In fact, there's a Maisev from Reb Shmuel Salant. He was so mucked to light straight away that he was once at the Kaisal davening Mariv on Matzah Shabbos Hanukkah and there was someone behind him davening along Shmanesu. Right? It's a very, very... It's, it's, you have to be careful by the Rebbe. So look at Shulchan Aruch Simon Kuf Beis where it talks about all the halachas of people walking three steps back behind you, whatever it is. Be very careful when you, do, when you, when you dump in Shmanesra, especially for you guys that dump in a long Shmanesra, not to go and block somebody else in that way, because it's Mamash Shashayla, but Burbish Harabim, or Lifni Iba, because the guy, the guy behind you or in front of you doesn't know the halachas of Simakur base, and therefore he doesn't know that he's not allowed to take three steps back from the zone behind him, dump in Shmanesra, and therefore you've got to be careful, right? You're not allowed to do that because you're stabbing his kavona, you'll be mafsed the shechina. Anyway, Bishmur Salam was once by the Kaisel, and there was someone behind him davening. And it was much of Shabbos and he needed the light. I don't know where this was exactly, but I guess when Shmuel Salant stayed the closer looked different, there was a window right there. He possibly jumped out the window in order to make sure that he made it in time. The Biskurov was very not Makvid on this. And they said, what's Pshat? And he goes, light straight away. He said, no, once we miss the Zman, we miss the Zman. The Zman is Mamish by Shkia. We missed it anyway because it was Shabbos. Once you miss the Zman, there's no rush whatsoever. So we try to light as soon as possible. Straight after Motta Shabbos, especially because Achatech Avegim Neshuk, depending on where you are, may change. What's first? Havdola or Hadlokas Hanevis Hanukkah? So without going into all the details, many, many Gedoli posts can hold that Havdola comes first. What's the reason? Beautiful. Very good. Havdalah comes more often than Hanukkah. As I passed in the Taz, the Ma'am Prag, the Prichodesh, Primagodim, the Bach, the Chazanish, the Vilashas, that's how many Gedoli Poiskim that hold Havdalah comes first. However, some say no, Faket, Hanukkah comes first. Number one, Prisum in And number two, Faket, the Mishaburu brings down already that you could keep Shabbos for longer. And therefore, that's another reason why you should do it. The Mishaburu, once again, it's the second time we've had this already today, said the Ovid Kima Ovid, Ovid Kima Ovid, Whichever one you do is okay. They want to tie up that in Chutzlaritz you should do Havdalah first and in Eretz Yisrael, especially in Yushalayim, you should do the Menorah first. What's the reason? Because in Chutzlaritz you're anyway lighting inside. So if you're lighting inside, so anyway the whole night you've got for the nace, no problem, so this is for inside. Mashaink in Yushalayim, for those people that are lighting for the outside, you want to make sure to try and do it for the outside people as quick as possible. The Maisa Moskidoyle Poiskim hold that if you don't have a clear minute, you should do Havdalah first. As the Pshakadar Hashulchan, the Kitzashlah, the Tazmarah, the Chazanish, and the same was Noyak, the 
Chazanish and Rav Zatzal as well in that case. But first, I want to mention one last thing for today, and that is be very, very careful. Be very, very careful that when you put the Menorah on, we're not going to go into this now, but when you put the Menorah on, it actually becomes bosses, it becomes Muktza. So for example, if you go somewhere for Shabbos, people travel places for Shabbos, and you put your Menorah on a chair, or on a stool, or on a table, you have to realize that if you put an, uh, something Muktza on an item, an Erev Shabbos, that it's going to stay there, then the halacha is that becomes muktza for the entire Shabbos, even if that muktza item got removed. So even if for some reason the menorah got off the chair, that chair remains muktza for the Gantz Shabbos. With the Tanai, I remember this is one of the questions that I was asked on my smicha, going back a few years, they asked me this shayla, it was a shayla in, in, a, um, in a hotel. Somebody lit Shabbos candles on a chair of the hotel. Shabbos candles, they on the chair of the hotel. A waiter came along after Shabbos came in, lifted off the Shabbos candles, like, what's this doing on the chair? Put it on the table, put it on the table, and the chair got mixed up. The chair is, are you allowed to sit on any chair in that hotel the entire Shabbos? Because the chair was mokta, and a chair is not bottled because it's a double chashuv. A double chashuv is ain't a bottle of filu ba'elef yeridei, seven kufbeis, everyone knows. And therefore, you cannot simply use the chair because the chair is never bottled. The chair is mokta, so every chair in the whole hotel is mokta. He asked me this question on my smicha, what would you guys say? What did you say? <laughs> so I told him, everyone knows the Ramah in Orachaim, because this was a Yeridea Faher. And I told him this was an Orachaim Ramah that everyone knows in Simon Shin Yeralov, where the Ramah says, clearly, It's not yours! You can't ask for my chair, says the manager of the hotel. That's a belong to you. If you go to a guest, for example, on Shabbos, you can't ask for his table and never give you permission. Unless he gives you permission to use it for Menorah, then obviously you can ask for it. But it becomes Muktzah. It's like those people that think, it's one of the major mistakes, I love it. I once wrote this article in a, in a, in a certain publication and people went crazy with me. I'm like, what do you want from me? I'm just copying the words of the Heidelberg Chobetz Chaim, Shosten Yogan Alayni. And I wrote very simple. You have these people that have the Shabbos candles on a tray. And they think that if you need to move the tray, what do you do? You put a ring on it. And then it's okay. Wrong. Shaykhus. The tray is miyuchat for candles. You can't decide all of a sudden one week that I need to move it, put a ring on it and say, oh, the ring is more harsh than ever. It's possible. Whatever, not going into the whole sugi now. It has to be always used for something heta every single week. And then you can put a ring on it. For example, if you always have a yurotzen on it, and now this week I put a ring on it, then it will work. We're not going to go into the whole different shayla. But Nagabe Chalik will be Nagaya, that if you have a box, your box is bosses. You cannot move it, even if the candles are out already. And it's in the doorway, it's in the way. So what do you do? It's a little bit late, but you could start tonight. Is you could put some chocolate money. I was always knowing to do this when I used the box. I put some chocolate money in the corner. This way, it's all the box is also used to hold the chocolate money. If it's also used to hold the chocolate money, then on Erev Shabbos, if I would need to use it, move it, then I could put something inside the box with more choshev, and then once the cans are out, I can move it because it becomes a boss of the isla of the Okay, is that clear, what I say? Okay, guys, have a wonderful day. Tomorrow, Bezer Shemuchim.